You're listening to the Propane Fitness Podcast, your ultimate resource for fat loss and muscle gain with none of the gimmicks. With your hosts, Yusuf and Johnny. Simple rules, dramatic results. Thank you for your wonderful questions, guys. We thought we may as well ask Johnny all of them. <laughs> Starting with, Johnny, what's your ethnic, Yusuf? Do you know my ethnic? <laughs> What's your ethnic Yusuf? So, like, right, I see. So, it's a question for Yusuf. It's not like, what is the thing that I have that is called an ethnic Yusuf? Maybe that is what they're asking. The eye of the beholder. This is from Daryl. Yusuf was born, I believe, in the same hospital as me. Islamabad. (laughs) (laughs) Islamabad General Hospital. Slum is not bad, man. It's good. (laughs) (laughs) What is some low-hanging fruit to reduce injury in the gym? Low-hanging fruit. It's a good question. Don't, like, have good technique. That's the lowest hanging. Yeah. Like, if you're going to put an exercise in your program, watch a few YouTube videos about it, get some, like, video yourself doing it, and don't, don't max out, especially at the expense of technique. I think... Very few people need to max out ever, but a very large proportion of people do. Like even powerlifters shouldn't be maxing in the gym, at least. Uh, yeah, I, I fully agree with you. <laughs> I've been having some very interesting conversations with uh, with my coach about this recently, and you sent me a video from Johnny Candido where he's talking about like you know people like top 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 powerlifters. If you actually watch them train, they're often like going nowhere near failure. I think it was Ed Cohen saying something like, there is never an excuse ever to miss a lift. Well, because they're using Apart from maybe heavy weights, aren't they? So the weights are already heavy. You don't need to make any more <laughs> 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 I don't want to put any more weight on, mate. Have you seen it? There's loads on there. So this is a nice one from Sean. Nothing really. Just hope you boys are doing well and getting through lockdown in one piece. Thanks, Sean. Thank you, Sean. Same, same to you. We're... We're almost at the end of lockdown, supposedly, unless the the new mutant syphilis strain comes out. And, yeah, but it's a tricky one, isn't it? I think it depends on what happens with... Because I, I just look at it and think they're trying to roll out all this stuff and they're trying to make all these little tiny changes, like reopening schools. And there's all these like big question marks of, well, who knows what that'll do. But, but, he, but still, here's an arbitrary timeline that's based on a lot of guessing that we kind of hope will work, so... But yeah, uh, it should hopefully by like the end of this year, it's all, it's all fine. That is a good point. It feels like a really elaborate trick shot with pool or snooker. So you've got like eight balls all angled in different ways. And the, the idea is you hit the first ball and if you get it just right, it hits all the remaining ones at just the perfect angle to knock the final one in the hole. And we don't re- we haven't done the trick shot before. Mm. We don't and really it should work. It's going to work. <laughs> but it should. But, should. It should. So let's let's do a big BBC news announcement about it. <laughs> and if it doesn't, then we'll just say, "Well, well it wasn't our fault." It's because people don't blame me, mate. To the rules. Yeah, yeah. It's because you have moved the you have moved the white ball at the beginning. <laughs> Andy Lagoob, great name. How to brainstorm ideas without sinking into masturbation? P.S. Love you. 
mental masturbation, he said. Right. Not not just general masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have a video on this exact topic on our YouTube oh, channel. Oh, do we? Oh, thank God for that. Well, thanks. I was going <laughs> to... And it's actually a really... It, I'm really proud of it. It's one of the best frameworks that we have. And it's how to create a conveyor belt of content that you never run out of and is always perfectly targeted for your audience and adds the most value. So Andy Lagoob, have a listen to that on our YouTube channel. I would add to that. <laughs> you know, to go to youtube.com. If you go on there, there's loads of stuff on there. Have you ever been on youtube.com? Brilliant. I think it's one of the best websites. Honestly. Um, but yeah, <laughs> sorry, youtube.com forward slash propane fitness. Is that our official URL? Yeah. That's our area, isn't it? On that Someone's tweeting saying, like, I've just introduced my granddad to, to Google and he's amazed that you can find like any news article like wait till i show him pornhub <laughs> have you seen did you send me the thing of like if if google was a was a person and it's a yes, guy in an office fantastic and people are typing in like people are going in with like my grandson and it's you. a really like disgruntled middle-aged man who's the thing like about bureaucrat. that if you really think about so that, i suppose this is like the problem with training ai right is that that question typing my grandson into google what i know it seems stupid but actually is it that stupid not if you're an old woman and, you, and someone tells you google is the the brain of yeah, the, the world ex exactly so like you, you type in something you want to find like, all right well i want to find my grandson it's like you can see how there's all these kind of like conditional things you've got to also consider before you say well here's a search engine type in whatever you want but anyway that's that's not related that's what was point. i going to say oh yeah what firstly the so question that one of our <laughs> business coaches in the past used to ask us was so someone would say like so in like why are you brainstorming it's like oh well i don't i don't really know the answer and the question is but if you did know what would it be <laughs> and the point being you probably already like before you start brainstorming you probably know kind of what you should be doing anyway for the most part if it's like where to begin or brainstorming ideas like you've probably got an idea for a bit of content so just do that first gain a bit of momentum before you like write out the mind map and spend two hours writing out the mind map before you've actually done anything but it depends what you're writing out the mind map for yeah there's a, there's probably a an obvious answer that you're holding at bay because it's mm -hmm. maybe a bit uncomfortable or you don't want to hear it but just tony robbins yourself and because he's the pioneer of that question of if oh, you didn't he? know what would it be anthony good old anthony <laughs> Erkamok says can you run with a herniated disc or three in my case i have no pain <laughs> listen to the podcast we did with Stu mcgill it's a long one but it is fantastic the key question i have for you Erkamok, is why do you know that you have three herniated discs if you have no symptoms if you've found them incidentally then bear in mind that 50 percent of people who you just do an mri spine on will have abnormal morphology of the spine they'll have a abnormal disc uh, bulges or whatever but the person wouldn't know about it until you see it radiologically so the radiology and the images don't always correlate with how someone's symptoms are and you can have the opposite as well you can have someone who has on the MRI, like a perfectly normal looking spine, but they're debilitated by pain. So 
it's not always a clear relationship between the images and the symptoms that you're getting. Mm -hmm. But in terms of whether you can run, you need to see a GP or a physio and get yourself signed off for doing that, um, especially if there's any details we've missed there from that Instagram question. Can you run? I can run. I don't like it. <laughs> I choose not to. <laughs> but you could if you wanted to. If I had to. What would what would it take to convince you to do like a half marathon? I think like a a, a brain tumour. Wow. Like something So you need that, some kind of permanent, some really serious illness. Something that would that would change the op the operation of my <laughs> my mind. <laughs> do you ever see I the appeal of like <laughs> so I thought like you meant oh because that'll you know then I'll raise money for charity and, but like actually what you mean is you would need a physical intervention in the structure of your brain <laughs> right so you don't you don't feel like oh well it's difficult so I'll do it because of because it's difficult and it's a challenge you no, just don't believe that hype do you I, I think these kind of physical challenges are just asking for injury so I, I know we interviewed a guy who fractured his t10 vertebra doing a charity 1000 backflips in 24 hours oh, yeah. challenge and his mate was doing a 500 muscle ups in 24 hours at the same time and he like tore his rotator cuff so they both ended up with a an injury they've carried for a long time permanent injury yeah well julian's still still got the issue right yeah so for that reason don't do any bloody running don't be careful do it. <laughs> um <laughs> Client check-ins through Excel versus Docs. Google Docs is what we recommend. I'm guessing, so this is from Omkar, Omkar Fitness Coach, I'm guessing he means sending an Excel file back and forth. That causes a nightmare of sync issues because we used to do it actually way back and it was a nightmare because someone makes a change on one side of it and instantly you've got sync conflicts. Google Docs allows you to just be able to see the client's details very quickly without any kind of um sending anything back and forth you can check in on them it's brilliant we have a full article on that on propane-business.com and i think we're gonna have to wrap it up there we are sadly is that all the questions or are there more there's three left so because johnny has to talk to this person about a business opportunity from nigeria um of his late great uncle well we do you want to... I need to. There's three left. I, I could either just do them and then wrap up, or... Why don't I try and get her off the phone in okay. 15 minutes and then we'll continue. Cool. Right. So we have three questions left. Johnny's going to quickly speak about this business opportunity. And I'll come back and tell you what the business opportunity was. Oh, brilliant. Wow, is that for a cliffhanger? Brilliant. Wow. Great. Okay. I can't wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'll speak to you soon. Noises. So we're back after a short, sharp. Maybe Benny can do some trendy stuff with like noises and <laughs> something like that. Um, but we are back. I've had my business opportunity. Didn't go ahead with it. Your your late great uncle didn't want to. Didn't leave you yeah. anything in the will after all. Yeah. Turns out that he he wanted me to send him the money, which I, I is not what, so yeah. that, 
he can raise exactly. the funds. And it was at that point that I thought, you know what, this just doesn't quite seem legit to me. Uh, up until then, I thought, you know, sometimes, you know, you don't always know who's in your family. But maybe I do have a, a great uncle in who has lots of hidden gold. He said, hang on, this seems a bit fishy to me. There is no bonanza going on here. <laughs> if you have ever been on HTTP colon forward slash <laughs> forward slash YouTube. YouTube. You will, you need to see a guy called James Veach who responds to spam emails and he like documents the the back and forth and it is absolutely genius, like really well crafted. So there's one specific one, which is where the Bonanza reference comes from, where he like basically has this email back and forth and the spammer is trying to get, you know, trying to send him the, the gold. And it's just the spammer gets more and more annoyed with him as he just doesn't take the guy seriously. It's so, so funny. It's great. Um, so where were we? Do you have to have a website to make an email opt-on page? No. Well, yes and no. So, like, can you collect an email address without an email? <laughs> Sorry, I was Opt being, in. being no. <laughs> reading the, the, the text. Uh, so, okay, so you, you, I think, it, I assume this is in, in the, that this person's setting up a, an online fitness business. They're wondering, do I need a website, basically? So, firstly, what are you collecting the emails for? Because if you don't have a, somewhere to put them, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even bother initially. Secondly, you don't need a website for that if you know why you're collecting the emails. Thirdly, I would, I would have a, a, some kind of landing page or opt-in page on your website when you make it, but have it, that should be a project that's kind of like way down the line. You don't want that to be something that's a priority right now if you're just beginning. Good answer. We actually have a full episode answering the, the wider picture of that. A step further than that, we have a full series. Oh, yeah. And that's just episode five in the series. One of many. On should you and how do you set up a website for an online fitness business to be maximally profitable? Yusuf used to have a real bugbear about people who'd ask us questions about it. We'd, we'd go to like events and people would be like, guys, guys, how do you, how do you make the, uh, how do you make an online fitness business work? Like I'm thinking about going online and then they would say, Yusuf would say, have you got a website? Go, yeah, I haven't, haven't done that yet. But I feel like our perspective is <laughs> gone. Like the first step of being an online fitness business and you don't have the online Anything. <laughs> but I, sp yeah, I suppose the more nuanced answer is like, yes, it's important, but maybe not right on day one. Yeah, you have to have an offer mm, first and exactly. a way to deliver that offer. Yeah. Um, but that's for another series. Can you define concurrent periodization? Do they mean conjugate? Or is, to be honest, I'm not familiar with that term. Concurrent periodization. Unless they mean, so, so, so daily undulating periodization might be concurrent. Concurrent, where you, you're basically training for multiple goals at the same time. Okay, I've just looked it up and that's, that's exactly what it, what it said. <laughs> yeah, so. I was going to look at who's asking the question. So DUP is the is what we know that that name by, which is that you would say rather than doing a four week block of strength for, followed by four weeks of hypertrophy, then dynamic effort or whatever, you you just do them all throughout the week. So Monday would be your heavy strength day, 
Wednesday might be your dynamic effort day and then Friday would be your reps day, for example. Um, so yes, that is the definition. But we didn't know that was a definition until just a moment ago. So there we go. Conjugate, though, which is a very similar word, is very different to that. Yeah. But Big Louie. Big, um, big Lou. Rahman asks, how many shits a day is too many? That's a great question. Is there a medical, like, is there a medical line in the sand? Like, if someone comes to you and says, I have seven poos a day, would you say, um, now, now, that's, that's too, too many? I'd have to categorize them. So you'd say, what type are they? And how, so I think that my, my framework would be, so frequency is one thing, and you've got volume, like the, the size of the poo, and you've got consistency, which is the Bristol stool chart. So if someone's having 10 type sevens, like 10 really loose ones, then yeah, something's wrong. Like you'd probably want to do a stool sample and culture. If they're having 10 type ones, which is like little rabbit pellets, they're probably constipated and they're probably only doing like one little pellet each time, assuming it's low volume. If it's high volume, high frequency type fours, they're just doing a lot of poos then they've either been backed up for a long time and they're just, you know, clearing the backlog, or they're just eating a load of food and their digestion's fine. <laughs> I don't think it's sustainable to have like 16 poos a day of normal type. Because <laughs> you haven't got the room for it. We haven't got the, the schedule, the calendar. That's it. I love how whenever, whenever I see you answer a medical question, it's just a series of like if this then that's and it's a series of it's like a, it's it, it's a diagnostic checklist of like well is it the following or is it the following well if it's this then it's probably this this or this the, if it's the, not that <laughs> i mean that that's that's because i'm relatively junior like, well I'm a, I'm a quote senior house officer but that's still you know on the scale of zero to ninja it's it's early on when you see the senior consultants in a particular field apply their algorithms, they're obviously like, it's like seeing the flowchart is thousands of steps long, but they just move through it with such speed and they'll just discount large amounts of it being like, nope, that's not They are the flowchart. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it's uh, it's, it's kind of like what we, what we spoke about in what will have been the last episode of like, you just have a feeling about something. You know, like you wake up and you're like, a bit tired today like should probably go easy or like you go in the gym and you start training it's like mm, feels a bit heavy that's just because it because you've been you for ages and you have all this data and a consultant's just seen so many people ask that poo question that you, you can you there's always cases of like a consultant coming into a hospital and just like seeing someone from the end of the bed and being like can you send an amylase or like <laughs> really needs admitting or it, you know it's God. It, it's the occasional thing of just like there's just a pattern or something that they spot from just from a distance without even examining them and they're like do this it's great that we have those people in the health service isn't it surprisingly underpaid and weapons oh, grade yeah yeah, yeah. But there we go that's the next question that's it we've no it's not questions. or are you just telling me that you, was that like the, the podcast no. answer but they're right because there's definitely more questions no, that we've uh, we've bashed through them. Nope. Oh, shall I refresh? Maybe there's some that have come in. In that there's two time. more. 
so what sort of challenges have you had running a successful business as a partnership? I think we covered this on an episode. Oh, you know what? It was on a different person's podcast. It was a. It was on Danny Miranda. We answered it individually. Yeah. What did you say? I can't remember what I said. Have a skill set that complements the the person you're going into business with, and have a um, like don't don't bring your ego into into it, and basically operate on like frameworks that you both agree on yeah i think that's the summary basically i don't know whether we've yeah hey it's quite weird really it's like um no i'm i'm johnny (laughs) (laughs) we've been through this you said we always have this argument Make sure you know who it is. Yusuf waits till I'm not talking, then he tries to call me Danny Miranda and hopes I won't notice. Um, yeah, you know when you know when someone says like there's a, a couple that've been together years and they've never had an argument, and the reply is always like, "Ooh, are you going to have a big one?" I don't think in ten, eleven years now of operating, we've had an argument. We're we're not very like fiery people, so I think. We'll disagree on things, but I think when we disagree, it's because one of us just doesn't yet clearly enough understand what the other person's trying to communicate. And when you get to that, it's like, all right, yeah, I understand. So I suppose then the the lesson from that is like, you both have to be aligned with the the goal. The North Star. Yeah. Yeah. North Star. So that's a great, and that's a, is it, I think you use that phrase, right? The North Star. I've probably stolen it from someone, but yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. I'm not I'm not saying like you came <laughs> up with it. I the North. <laughs> the North Star. Yeah, that's use of star in the sky. Put it up there. It took you ages. But Just the I think as a metaphor for podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> the um if you're not clear on that, then it is very easy to have like daily little disagreements. And you think that what you're arguing arguing about is a little tactical thing when actually the the reason why you're arguing is the bigger the bigger goal we we work with quite a few like teams and groups of people um i think they're, they're generally pretty good i suppose it's yeah there's there's actually a really good video someone sent me a while ago which um it's called the 12 characteristics of an enlightened relationship and it's about it's not about like romantic relationship necessarily it's just about like any like significant relationship you have with with someone and it talks through like all these different aspects that make things go smoothly and they're all very much related to keeping ego in check not trying to just like not being like vengeful and petty and um kind of like he gives like counter examples of like marriages that go wrong where one person's like trying to make the other person suffer for a mistake that they made like 10 years ago or um, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And it, it, it's really fascinating. I'll put the link in the show notes, actually. It's, the, it's a very wise German man in a pink shirt. <laughs> He's had a few relationships in his time. Yeah. There's a, there's a thing or two. I think a good test for is the person a good business partner or not is if you were taken like held hostage and being held in some kind of um very like aggressive third world country prison 
and you you could assemble a team from within the prison, a team of people to get you out by any means necessary. Yeah. Go on. Um, I'm just wondering where, where that's from because uh, George McGill mentioned that recently as well. So I think George asked me the question. This is going back a, a while ago. It was like, so I did. I did. I, I might friends ask people who can get you out of jail. Who would would be able to get you out of jail? Get you out of jail. But is it yeah. specifically a foreign jail? I can't remember. Because getting. <laughs> I mean, foreign like, would be awful. Because I've I've asked quite a few people this question. Like, who would you pick? So it, it'll originate from George. Because I mean, most most uh, I like weird concepts like this do. But I think it's a good test Chris as well. Because he he he'd have shagged the the person, <laughs> the owner of the the council that's. The prison but guard. I, I'm thinking you're in like you're in some awful like dingy prison where like the guards are unreasonable and like the laws aren't the same, and you've got to get over there. And I just think anyone else would be on the team, and that it they would come to something technical. They would come to something that involved a laptop, and it would take <laughs> them an hour and a half. And that would that would be the thing that got me killed. Yeah, like I've been on calls with Yusuf where on the call he's fixed a problem or arranged something because you just hear like keys in the background done and that will be in booking the flight getting the access codes for the prison <laughs> so you've got to make sure that that your business partner would be on yeah, that team cracking discount on the flight as well <laughs> <laughs> it might it might get rerouted and we might have to go like via somewhere else but you'd get there for a lower rate than anyone else it'd be via Islamabad <laughs> And Manchester, but on Manchester, we get there, and, right. that, and then we're. I think we are now out of time, for a second time, for a third time, today, in this recording session. Well, that was beautiful. As always, if you want to send us a voice message, or a, a written message, but any questions that you have for us, then the best way is to record it via your iPhone voice recorder, because obviously you don't use an Android. Don't be silly and email the audio file to us. If you're happy for us to play it on the podcast, we will, and we will help you with your problems. Any problem. Any. Stuck in a foreign jail, we'll help you. We'll damn well try. Right. Bye. Hey, Johnny again. Hope you enjoyed that episode of the Propin Fitness Podcast. We have a short request and a potential prize for you. If you enjoyed that episode, we'd love it if you could leave us a review on iTunes. It just helps the podcast reach more people and allows us to devote more resources and time to making this podcast better every single week. In return, we are going to be selecting one of the reviews, announcing it live on the podcast every single week, and sending you two of our programs completely free of charge, both Faster Fat Loss and the V-Taper program. One is obviously a fat loss program, eight weeks long. One is the V-Taper program, which is muscle gain focused on the upper body, designed to basically get you a massive bench press, huge chest, and a massive chin up. Who doesn't want those things? So we're gonna be sending both of those to the best review. And all you have to do in order to enter this prize draw to win those two programs is to head over to iTunes, or head over to propinfitness.com to get the link for the podcast and then visit iTunes that way and leave us a short review with your honest feedback, your honest comments. Let us know what you think of the podcast, what we can do better, what you like, what you don't like, and you'll be automatically entered into the prize draw to win one of these programs. We'll see you on the next episode and we hope to be shouting your name out very soon. Shout, shout.